Woof. Welcome to the Homeschool 5 in 10, the podcast where every episode is filled with five of the best homeschooling takeaways, tips, and resources in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Kathy Gosen. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Today we are talking about typing. It used to be something secretaries learned as adults. In fact, typing was a course I took in high school as an elective for fun. Nowadays, though, we can hardly get by without typing. It's one of those essential life skills. So, when is the best time to have your kids learn to type? Are there any milestones we should consider before they begin typing? How often should they practice typing? Can typing help them in other academic areas? Today, we are going to talk about all of this and more as we discuss five things to know before your kids start to type. So, number one. Students can start learning to type early. While I wouldn't recommend teaching your child to type in kindergarten, there is evidence that learning to type beginning in third grade when a child is eight or nine is ideal. A couple of reasons for this is the fact that finger dexterity and independence is more developed, and students are usually able to focus on finite tasks longer at this age. Besides, As most of us know by now, the less screen time kids are exposed to early on, the better their health and well-being, so we don't want to introduce them to the computer too soon. That said, it is important to take advantage of a child's cognitive growth with their newly refined muscle movement. In addition, students of this age still have a strong ability to change their nerve cells through new experiences like typing. A good test to see if your child is ready to type is to ask yourself the following questions. Can your child wiggle his or her fingers independently? For example, can they play Where is Thumpkin and wiggle their left ring finger fairly independently when they do it? Is your child's hand big enough to feasibly rest his or her fingers on the home keys and reach the number keys? Can your child read on a first grade level? As students start learning to type, remember to make your expectations realistic. To figure out what speed you can expect your child to type, multiply their grade by five. For example, a child in third grade should be able to reach 85 to 100% accuracy typing at 15 words per minute with a year of practice. You might be thinking, why is typing speed so important? Well, in short, many jobs require an efficiency typing speed of 40 words per minute, with 65 words per minute considered productive. Some professions that involve a lot of typing even require a typing speed of 80 words per minute or more. So, learning typing early and increasing speed over time can make those numbers appear much less daunting as they approach an occupational age. Number two. Learning proper posture is just as important as learning key location. I am a pianist, and I learned early on how important posture was to my success at the piano and my health. Having proper posture when typing not only reduces long-term back pain, but also increases typing speed and accuracy. Your child's feet should be flat on the ground. If this is not possible, place a box underneath your child's feet so that they can have added support on their lower extremities. Your child's arms should be at a 90 degree angle with the keyboard. This may mean that they need to raise or lower their chair height, 
or keyboard height so that their arms are closer to their sides as they type. They shouldn't have to hunch over or reach up to the keys. The wrists and hands should remain level. You do not want your child's wrist to arch or rest on the wrist pad when typing as this can cause wrist injuries. With this wrist placement, their fingers should naturally curve to the home keys. Your child's belly button should be centered in front of the H key, and their body should have the feeling of standing from the waist up. Standing up and taking a break after 15 to 30 minutes on the computer can also be beneficial to preventing a repetitive stress injury. So as they start to learn to type, really encourage proper posture as bad habits are hard to break later. Number three, learning to type can help other subjects. I have seen the results of this firsthand this year with my middle daughter. While I knew typing was an important skill to have, I didn't realize how much learning to type could positively impact other subjects. At the beginning of the year, my fifth grade daughter was spelling roughly on a second grade level. However, with one semester of typing alongside her usual spelling program, she has jumped two grade levels and is now starting to feel confident in spelling for the first time. I'll share a link to her current typing program in today's show notes, should any of you want to look at it for your own child. That said, typing can help solidify phonic sounds for those struggling with reading or spelling as students are often saying the words they are typing over and over as they type. Students with dyslexia and dysgraphia often find that typing is easier than handwriting when spelling or writing difficult words. And, in turn, typing also increases the muscle tone and dexterity needed for improving handwriting. It can make writing easier in other ways as well, as it saves time drafting and editing papers in history, science, and language arts classes. Learning 10 key can also help speed up productivity in math and business classes. And as a child learns to type, they are learning to develop their concentration, which will increase productivity and focus across all subjects. Finally, many high school and college exams are now fully computerized. Learning how to type early and increasing speed over time can save your child valuable minutes down the road when they are taking a timed test. Number four, it's never too early to talk about cybersecurity and screen time. Computers can be so helpful and so hurtful at the same time. Once your child is introduced to the keyboard, there is no turning back. So it is important that you have the safety talk prior to regular screen time. Things you may want to discuss during this conversation include what programs do they have permission to use? Where can they use their tech gadgets? How long can they spend on their tech gadgets each day? How should they respond to cyberbullying, explicit content, and or security breaches? I highly recommend reading The TechWise Family by Andy Crouch prior to having this conversation with your children as it provides a good framework for you to consider when setting technology boundaries in your home. While I think some of the technology rules found in this book are a bit extreme, he does discuss the occasions that make technology useful as well as the occasions that it is unnecessary. You may also want to consider adding some child protective filters to your browsers. As much as we hope our children will never see pornography or experience other explicit content, taking certain precautions to make access to these kinds of media more difficult 
is worth considering. Although often unintentional, these accidental views can lead to lifelong addictions. Believe it or not, more than half of all 11-year-olds have already seen pornography online. So plan early so your children don't become part of that statistic. Personally, we have found Bark's parental monitoring to be effective for our family as it covers a variety of devices and services. However, you may feel just as comfortable setting something up with your Wi-Fi router or even Google. Whatever you choose, consider implementing it sooner rather than later so that your child can have a safer online experience. Number five, learning to type doesn't have to be expensive or time-consuming. Just like learning a new language, consistent daily practice for 10 or 15 minutes is all that is needed to see substantial growth over time. There are several online programs that offer free typing lessons. While we are currently using a paid typing program for my middle daughter because of its spelling emphasis, both of my older children actually learned to type using several different free online typing programs. A few of our favorites were typing.com, dance mat typing, and power typing. In fact, I combined all of those together for a 90-day typing course for my daughters that can now be downloaded on Cornerstone Confessions for free. I'll provide a link in the show notes. If you are looking for something more robust, I would recommend Typing Instructor or our personal favorite, Touch, Type, Read, and Spell. In conclusion, typing can be a lot of fun and open up a whole new world to your child. Most children in third grade and up are ready to begin some type of typing course once parental boundaries have been set. By typing as little as 10 to 15 minutes a day, children develop skills that will not only increase their typing speed, but also help other subjects such as spelling, writing, and math. This concludes today's episode of the Homeschool 5 and 10. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on and click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. All links mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes on thehomeschool5and10.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Homeschool 5 and 10, the show where I share the best in less. Tune in next week as we talk about five subjects that are great for family schooling. See you then.